when everyone's done with their day. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode, or so we say, of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Chuck. Up, with Chuck? me, as always, the Don't Tread on Me hat, Don't yeah. Tread on Me license plate, the Gadsden racist himself, Nathaniel Paul Thurston. How's it going, man? You're just sporting the racist flag always. It's pretty good, You have dude. a thing for snakes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, big fan of snakes. You and, are a um, snake. I'm a big <laughs> That's what it is. I think snakes are fine. Snake, snake Thurston. Snakes don't really bother me. Snake any, Thurston. So Not fine Nate with Thurston. Me. Snake Thurston. I do like the uh the gas. I've got a new hat on the way right now from the Fed uh God hates feds. I thought com. you were against death. So like you're basically like give me liberty or give me death, even though yeah. I thought well, you I were... went th- I I prefer the liberty part. Oh. So I'm still against death, even when it comes to that. Okay. So uh, anyway, hey, what's up? It's Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. And I don't want to today. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, right off the top. You could already tell. I mean, we've been able to tell for about three years now. So, But I'm still doing it. Yeah, I know. Still yeah. here every day. Fulfilling still show up as a hollow version yeah. of what who Chuck <laughs> used to be. Hollow and, version. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just a walking, I don't even think I have bones anymore. You know, just a walking... AI version. Yeah, you're not even real. No. This is all auto-generated right now. What? That's not true. They yeah. know it's not true because you're showing up as white right now. So there's no way it's AI generated. My heart has turned so black and cold that it's... <laughs> this is supposed to be white till Wednesday. from my body. <laughs> you know? It's... So I'm just a hollow version. It's Wednesday. I used to be an optimist. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But like that moth... The yeah. Norm McDonald story. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm. I've passed the point of pessimism. I'm not going to let you bring me down, Charlie. <laughs> no matter how hard you try, I'm not going to let you bring me down because today is White Pill Wednesday, where we talk about some potential good things that are going on at in all of the. You know that song. Grimness. I'm never going to give you up. Yeah. I'm never going to bring you you're, up. You're never going to bring me up. You're never going to. I'm always going to tear you down. You're never going to not give up. That's it. You? That's just who I am now anyway you know once you live a certain amount of time on this earth you just realize there's no point (laughs) okay and but you keep going but you should keep going you should keep going you should keep going. everyone here should keep going (laughs) okay betterhelp.com slash gml betterhelp.com slash gml for 10 percent off your first month this is not an official uh sponsored segment by them or anything but it i guess it could be uh, one of the better myself. ones you can you mm-hmm. can do it you can do it right now okay listen we got to do a show we, you, me and you can talk about this some other time <laughs> you know but we got to do a show where we yeah. talk about things yeah and people listen and i hope people stuff. are laughing because they think so, i'm joking no uh, even though i'm not but yeah it sounds like a joke yeah so that's that's what's most important all three people who haven't turned this off or think it's hilarious funny because it's true <laughs> funny because it's true all right what do you have for us today nate pick up our spirits on this white pill wednesday which we haven't done in a while by the way we've been having wednesdays just wednesdays no white white pills so now you're coming after me because i decided that this wednesday wasn't a white pill for me but Mm -hmm. because you've curated a mostly white pill show for us today somewhat white pill yeah 
That's what I thought. Yeah, somewhat. Well, I wanted to add a white pill onto yesterday's discussion. You know, yesterday's discussion when we talked about all of those uh, conspiracy theories surrounding Russia and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we say several times we have no idea what the truth is on all of these things. Uh, Navalny, the Ukraine city thing, the the space nukes, the whatever it is. We don't we don't know, and that really is the case for a, a lot of stuff. Did you know that there was a story that we covered, like many people covered, about that guy uh, who the FBI informant? Did you see this? Where he he said that um there was a ten million dollar uh, scheme from between Biden and his son, five million for each one of them. Uh, something that, that the we talked guy? about. That guy got indicted for for lying about this. Apparently that was made up. And now mm. apparently, according to the current news stories that are out there, he's also interlinked with some Russian intelligence people. And this is actually seeming to have the workings of a Russian disinformation campaign where mm. they fed this guy uh, fake news. According to our DOJ, Biden's DOJ, it's fake news. Filtered through probably yeah. Julian Assange. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like a the private server of the WikiLeaks, you yeah. know? So the, the point of this is we don't really ever know what the truth is. And that is why everyone should be a libertarian because the only, the answer is that you don't have to determine who's telling the truth in all the scenarios. Uh, you just shouldn't be giving all of these people this power and all of your money. And we shouldn't be talking about a, whether or not, people are lying about things or people are dying in prison in order to get Congress to pass a $95 billion spending bill where they send out stolen money to people in other countries yep. to fund wars that are going on. We're trying to say they shouldn't have the opportunity yeah. to lie about it because it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. That conversation wouldn't happen because they wouldn't be able to steal money from you. Yes. And that, that's, that's how you actually solve the problem. That's why like, things like libertarianism or, uh, anarchism or whatever they are, are the actual only answer to all of these problems. It's taking away the power from all of these people. So they wouldn't want to lie. They wouldn't have the opportunity or it wouldn't matter if they were lying because what, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? You don't have the power to steal our money in the first place. And so I just wanted to say, cause I had that in the notes, uh, the show notes for yesterday and forgot to say it along the same lines before we get into the three white pill stories I have, uh, I ran across this post from someone named Tammy Murphy, who is running for something in New Jersey, maybe state Congress or something like that. Tammy Murphy says healthcare is absolutely a right and not a privilege. That's why I support Medicare for all. Yeah. And of course, my response was, you don't have a right to something that must be provided by another person. Seems self-evident to me. We had a whole civil war over it. You know, <laughs> you don't <laughs> have a right to the labor of another person or the products uh, of their labor, unless you've entered into a, a freely entered into a contract as an employer-employee relationship, and they're producing products, and you know they get money in exchange for their time, uh, something like that. But no, you don't have a right. To some, how can you possibly have a human right to something that another human has to create for you? You can't. Because it's for the good of the people, Nate. <laughs> it's, and that's, that's the, why. That's the, that's the problem here. Now, I got a couple typical responses. Why that, can't you like extrapolate this idea out to other, like the right 
What about the right to comfortably travel? Com- well, comfortably travel? Everyone. So everyone deserves a Lexus or Mercedes, whatever. Yeah. Whatever's comfortable. I know a lot of you guys out there are driving, you know, Range Rovers and G-Wagons, ridiculous stuff like that. <laughs> I would still pick my truck as the most comfortable ride. Yeah. But it's a comfortable ride. A travel is a right. I should have the right to comfortably travel. Mm. Well, so, that's the slippery slope right there. That's what I'm saying. You could extrapolate that, this out to anything. Go back to Native American tribal days. Does everyone have a right to the to the witch doctor? <laughs> you know, the witch doctor. The one with the clay bowls. Maybe like a, just med- a medicine making, man. The whole medicine man, yeah. Would be the... <laughs> cooking up like potions. I don't think it was a witch doctor. He may not even want a right to that. You know, cooking up potions yeah. with deer blood and and buffalo nuts <laughs> and, the, and the hairs of a pygmy cat, you know? <laughs> Drink this and your flu yeah. is cured. No, you got you can have a right to that if you want to have a right to that. I just... I got a I got a couple typical responses, and thank God they didn't mention roads, but they did mention other things. And uh, this guy named Adam Sandler, mm. not not that one, uh, said, "I've always been curious about this. Does that mean disband police and fire protection, public education, and current Medicare?" And someone else said, "No police, no military, no court system, no religion too." <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to imagine. <laughs> No, yeah. it's easy if you try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you would have those things. Um, they go with some of the... I love when people go to roads and police and fire and stuff like that because those things, like of all the tax money that Americans pay, if you pulled it all into a total number, it would be like 0.1% of the amount of stuff that we but pay for. Not only that, you, know? you don't have a right to them. No, you still, Well, like if you pay for them. You know, like you still pay taxes for them. No, but even the Supreme Court has ruled that the police are not obligated. Obligated to protect you, yeah. So so you're paying for it. And you still have to pay a fee to drive on the roads after those get built or whatever. Or they can blockade a road. They can block parking. They can do all kinds of stuff because the government runs the roads. So Mm -hmm. even though you're paying for it, they can decide to deny you access at any point for any reason. It's true. So you still don't have an now, absolute right to these things. For the most part, they they don't typically. But you know what? I've been driving in Nashville where they've just shut down part of the interstate. Yeah. Without telling me, by the way. And they've it's given like up they, on taking care of the roads. It's not like they here. sent me a text message saying, hey, you know, we've closed down this road. Uh, you know, so sorry about the inconvenience we've created for this road that you paid for. Uh, you know, really sorry about that. Here's an alternate route that we've curated for your inconvenience, which is what a private company would do, by the way, <laughs> the road or are, should. The roads are so terrible. I have a crack in my windshield. After it after it snows and the snow plows go down the roads, they go through and they rip out all of the previous potholes that they had fixed by running the snow plow across them. Or because the ice expands the road, it creates new crumbles. And yeah. when the like going down the interstate it, right now, you're constantly getting bombarded by pieces of the road hitting your way windshield. higher chance of dying right now. Oh, it's bad. It's Not only bad. because of that, but like some of those pothills are gig- gigantic. Big. I saw they had to put a cone in one of them and only half the cone was sticking out. <laughs> like, yeah, it was bad. Okay. Now they always go with these really easy things, which would be like the last things 
that you would actually try to get rid of, but it shows like the slippery slope. Like, oh, you don't want to pay trillions of dollars for Medicare for all and just finish destroying the entire healthcare system and give a terrible medic medical treatment to everyone. Well, then you must not want to have police departments. Yeah. You know? Like that's how slippery the slope is that if you decide that you're going to do one thing, well, what else is in the public good interest after that? Well, most of these things are taken care of. The Most of the things these people mention, like police and fire and education, they're supposed to be taken care of by your local property taxes and state taxes and things like that. We don't have state taxes here in Tennessee. We still have police departments and fire departments and public education things things like that sales tax property yeah. tax yeah we got sales tax and property tax and and Business that's how they tax. do it sales tax i think is the is the most fair way to do it because you can at least find a way to get out of that one by saving your money uh, for at times that you can property tax i'm not a big fan of that one uh, because it's kind of like paying rent to the government to never actually your, own your, your own property own yeah. you don't ever, you don't actually ever have your own property but the the, the answer really is that, yeah, we would still have these things. The way that we would have these things is that people would voluntarily contrib contribute. Uh, they would voluntarily pay. Do you know who services my house if I have a fire? Who? The Arrington Volunteer Fire Department. Most fire departments in the United States are volunteer fire departments. The Arrington Volunteer Mm -hmm. Fire department, which by the way, they do like nice parades. How in our the heck does your neighborhood have a volunteer fire department? They do nice little parades mm -hmm. in our neighborhood to raise money. Mm -hmm. They they have boot drives and and all kinds of stuff. And guess what? I think uh, last year they just purchased a new fire truck with all the money that these nice. They still get federal grants and things for the these fire nice trucks. That these nice homes all donated. Yeah. To them, there's several people I know that that donate quite a bit. Our fire department's really cool. So my my brother is a fire chief of a volunteer fire department and they're doing a chili supper coming up. They're going to be providing food to people. And if they want, they can come there and they can get chili and whatever else and they'll exchange money for it. And then they're, they're going to raise money off of that to mm -hmm. do whatever it is they need to do with their fire department. And so people will voluntarily contribute to these things if they are important enough to them. Like these things are important. I think there needs to be some kind of security like police to enforce laws, to make sure that people's, uh, rights are not being violated or taken away by others to en to enforce property rights. For and people, people who are rich enough have actual bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to couple with police, you they know? do. Like the military, I think our states and our, our people would band together to pull money together. The the problem is that our government is so big now that no one can imagine voluntarily getting enough money from the people in the United States to pay for it. And the answer is you wouldn't. You would get a government that's about 10% of the government that we have right now, which is what it should be. Uh, I, I disagree with that. Yeah? I disagree with that. And the reason why is because currently America donates around $800 billion a year. That's after being taxed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I think you would get about 25, 25 to 30% of current government. Something like expenditures. that. Expenditures. But they would, it would because naturally. Because I, I think you could get the American people to donate around a trillion dollars a year if they're at $800 billion right now. I think you can get them to do about a trillion. Yeah. I, I hope that that would happen. I think a lot of that donation, not to take away from how great it is, a lot of that donation are people that are trying to get tax write-offs. And if you don't have the tax, then I don't know if they would donate that money. I think I think a lot of them would. And 
they would definitely donate towards things that were super important. Like if we don't have a military, someone would invade our country and then none of us, you know, would have, yeah. would be in America anymore. We'd be in the land of China mm-hmm. or something like that. Do I have to go to, I think I have to go to the Ayn Rand clip, one of my favorite ones of when she brings up voluntary uh, taxation, which is something we played several times on the show before, but it explains our point pretty well. All right. So you're obviously against forced government, anything, busing, Right? All certain. You're against taxes? Forced taxation? Uh, that would be the last reform that I would advocate. But you don't really think it's going to be possible to have a community of men without forced man- mandated taxes? No, I, I wrote it, and it, I won't go into details, about an alternative, which would be voluntary taxation. Voluntary contributions to the government, because we need so you the government. You know why they're going, oh, 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 because they don't think any, see, it won't work. Oh, not if, they, if you have to contribute 90% or even 50% of your income, that wouldn't work. But the government doesn't cost that much. The government's proper function is only to protect your rights. And that means to protect men from those who initiate force. So the government protects uh, the peace, internal peace. That means the policemen. Uh, the government runs the army and navy protection from outside forces yeah. and law courts so that citizens who disagree can settle their disputes peacefully. That's the only functions of government. So you like an individual who stands... So that's one of my favorite clips because I, well, I agree completely uh, with her. And at every time we've ever brought up this clip, I have to mention the fact that people are scoffing uh, because they don't think people would contribute towards these things, which in my mind means that they know that people would decide that we don't need most of the things that the government does. Because if they did think that we needed most of the things the government does, they would contribute to it like they do to anything else. And so we would eventually get down to the things that we only need, which would be a military, police, courts. That's that's about it. I mean, think about about the military for one second. We spend almost a trillion dollars on the Department Mm -hmm. of Defense alone. And then on top of that, how many organizations exist that are nonprofit charities just to support military? That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a lot of them. I don't know how many billions of dollars go through those a lot of billions. I haven't done my research on that, but I guarantee if you look it up, it's probably billions that still get donated to veterans, uh, current military sending care packages and all kinds of stuff. So it's like, do people care about the military? Yeah, absolutely. They, mm-hmm. they absolutely do and would contribute to something like that. Well, that, um, I mean, you look at all the people who have businesses here in the U.S. and live here in the U.S., even rich people, like, it's in your best interest for us to have a military that would prevent people from invading America. Yeah. Do you think like, Amazon you know, wants to do business in a place that is is, is war-torn? No. Like, you don't <laughs> want a foreign army to invade and take over your buildings and nationalize your industry. Like, you would contribute towards a military for the United States. Yeah. You might even contribute more than you're contributing in taxes right now if it's just going towards those things that protect your business from people doing it harm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I just... Uh, I didn't like this idea that if we can't have Medicare for all, then that means we can't have police (laughs) or something like that. That's the problem with the slippery slope of deciding that the government can forcefully take away money from people and use it for the public good is that who decides what that public good is. And at the end of the day, it'll, it'll end up just being every single thing that there is. 
will eventually be the public good. Like you said, a, a comfortable ride when you're going down the road. Like you have a right to that. Some people are comfortable and some people as uh, air conditioning's broken their car. Well, that's not fair. It's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, let's get on to My a couple. My mom drove a car <clears throat> without an air conditioner for like the last five years. She just got an upgrade, <sighs> you know, mm. I think last summer. But the five years before that, she had no AC. Oh, man. Did she? Did you tell her she had a right to an AC? I told her that, and no one listened. <sighs> okay. Which is unfortunate. Javier, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, it's January, so everyone's thinking, new year, new me, right? But what if there are some things that you're already doing right and could just be expanded on? I started keeping a calendar at the end of last year, trying to get better organized with my crazy life schedule. Maybe you're like Charlie, and you've already shed 80 pounds of extra weight, and you just have a little further to go. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. As you know, I've done therapy in the past and found it to be extremely helpful. It's not just for those that have major trauma, although it's perfect for that too, but it's also for people that want to learn positive coping skills and how to set healthy boundaries and how to be the best, the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. Guys, are you the same guy you were 10 years ago? Because I'm not. I woke up one day and realized I didn't have the same energy, the same lean muscle mass, or the get up and go in the bedroom I used to have. As we age, we lose testosterone. They call it the man hormone. I call it the spark from my nateness. But there is a solution. The powerful testosterone booster in Nugenics Total T. I've only been taking this for a few weeks, but I can already tell you it's boosted my energy. I'm running around fixing stuff in the house, going on walks, and yes, I've even started working out. And by the way, my wife says this is none of your guys' business, but the Nate she met 14 years ago is back in the bedroom, if you know what I mean. Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock and re-energize your life. Prove it to yourself risk-free. Try Nugenics Total Tea before you buy. There's nothing to lose and everything to gain. New energy, muscle, drive, and even more passion. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword GML. Nugenics Total Tea's power boost is backed by clinical studies and real science. Nugenics' key ingredients like testophen has been shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. In other words, it's based in science and it works. Nugenics Total Tea's unprecedented formula with key ingredients that safely maximizes your free and total testosterone levels, helps you increase lean muscle mass, and skyrockets your performance as you age, whatever your age. If you're not totally satisfied, Nugenics will refund 100% of your purchase price, plus shipping and processing. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword GML. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat fast and get lean fast absolutely free. Text 231231 and enter keyword GML. Text 231 
231 and enter keyword GML. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Number one, doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on an independent survey conducted by IQVIA 2022. Javier Mille. Remember that guy? Mm -hmm. He uh, delivers Argentina's first monthly budget surplus in 12 years. Mm. That's good. Now, it's a monthly budget surplus. We see months where we have these crazy, wild deficits and then months where we have just normal, crazy, but not wild deficits, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, you know, so month to month, who knows? It could end up being, you know, back in the negative next month or something like that. But go ahead, Charlie, with some of the story. All right. Argentina's government under newly elected President Javier Mille achieved its first monthly budget surplus in nearly 12 years in January. I mean, it's still pretty good, though. Yeah. 12 years. I mean, they happen to not have a budget surplus in the month for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, the surplus, which was uh, 589 million U.S. dollars, which is... Uh, a, a number even unheard of in Argentina pesos. Yeah. Because what is it? About a thousand? It's, almost it's a, official exchange rate is 800 to one, I think, right now. Yeah. So 589 million times 800. Mm. So that would be... That's incalculable. <laughs> that'd be over 40 billion pesos. That's a lot. Somewhere around there. 50 billion pesos. I don't have a calculator pesos. handy, so... Uh, at the official exchange rate... Oh, I'm sorry. That's 500 billion pesos. I was going to say pesos. this. I forgot a zero. There's no way of doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, the Argentine government revealed on Friday, it also includes interest payments on the public debt. This, uh, it is the first monthly financial surplus since August of 2012 and the first surplus for a, Jan for a January since 2011, the economy ministry said. <clears throat> so... Uh, Mele aims to balance public finances in 2024 and has been negotiating with the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, regarding a $44 billion loan. And I'm assuming that's a U.S. <laughs> dollar loan. I would assume so. Mele is an advocate for substantial spending cuts, reduction of public debt, and a move towards dollarization of the economy. Argentina experienced a 20.6% inflation rate in January after a 50% devaluation of the peso removal of price controls and significant rate increases. Uh, they did do a an intentional devaluation of the peso, by the way, because the government had basically been lying uh, about what the actual value of the peso was uh, versus the dollar. And so that actually accounts for some of these crazy charts and figures and stuff that you'll see with the inflation and the devaluation because uh, they, now they're telling the truth. Because that, now, yeah, now they're actually doing, because they had like black market exchanges and stuff that were exchanging at the real rate and the government was like lying, which which makes your dollar, the, the dollar not as strong when you try to go do something in the Argentinian economy, which actually makes it less likely for businesses to come and do things there because you don't get what the actual exchange rate is. And so his idea now is to, actually get in line. They say it's actually more like a thousand to one, but they changed the official rate from, it was like 390 to 800 to get it closer to what the real exchange rate is. Uh, so businesses will see that, that their dollars are stronger and they can come there and, and do business. Yep. So poverty <laughs> levels also surged to 57.4% in January for Argentina's 46 million people, marking the highest rate in 20 years according to a study by the Catholic University of Argentina. In 2023, under the previous socialist government, Argentina ended with a 211% inflation rate 
and 45% of the population in poverty. Now that the poverty level went up because of that intentional devaluation of the peso, by the way. So... Despite the current challenges, 53-year-old libertarian economist Mile still predicts an economic rebound within three months. Uh, this guy's pretty <clears throat> much a real libertarian. Yeah, I hope that I hope that happens. I mean, that's a pretty quick turnaround. You know that I've been, um, uh, some would say negative, I would say realist when it comes to this stuff. Uh, but I really do hope that it goes the way he says it's going to go. Um I think that this is a perfect time for me to mention that we've got some Javier Mille shirts on our website, <laughs> godhatesfeds.com. <laughs> nice. Just so you know, so if you want to go to godhatesfeds.com, um, there's one that says the state is a criminal organization. Oh, we can compete with all the Che Guevara's. From, uh, from Mille. Gay shirts that were going around. <laughs> here's one. A fair up. All right. Um, let's see. We got that one. Oh, and there's a Ron Paul's right shirt. How about that? That's weird. Oh, look, Costco. That's kind of weird. Ron Paul was we got right. Some more, got some more stuff coming. Uh, the I, last I paragraph of that, up. though, mentioned <clears throat> an important thing, which is Melee has uh, acted on his campaign promise, and he's halved the number of federal ministries already from 18 down to nine. Mm. Just nine. They're operating on uh, two of the four cylinders. Wow. So. How about that? And, of course, probably just a giant implosion mm. it probably looks similar to that submersible trying to find just, the titanic or it must be caving in on itself yeah just gone yeah wouldn't it be really cool if this goes really well it will people are happy it will know? go really well i just hope people are ready for the pain because you see the poverty level going up like things are going to get worse before they get better yep. and my hope is that people are truly ready for that you know I mean, you're, right now he's taking the needles away. He is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. I know. I just wonder when the when the withdrawal sets in. It's, it's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. They're starting to get the sweats. <laughs> the shakes are going to start to occur. Yeah. But on the other <laughs> side is is good. It will If he's able to implement what he needs to implement, it will go well. We know this. I think... The, the data backs it up. The truth backs it up. Because they have the potential for such a large economy and they have so many natural resources and all that, they should see a lot of businesses move back in the town there. And um, I think that's why he started with this devaluing the peso and stuff like that. Um, we'll see. I hope it goes well, but it's, it's seems like it is so far. I love this one right here. Amazon is arguing that the national labor board is unconstitutional joining SpaceX and Trader Joe's. Oh, and oh boy, would I love to see this. Go to the Supreme Court. That would be nice. I, I would be so happy if this happens. They're arguing illegal filing, which, by the way, I can't find the legal filing itself anywhere. I was going to try and read it today. Um, 80, the 88-year-old National Labor Relations... Look at that. It was only uh, seven years old when Joe Biden was born. 88-year-old <laughs> National Labor Relations Board is unconstitutional, echoing similar arguments made this year by SpaceX and the grocery store chain Trader Joe's in disputes about workers' rights and organizing. Which also owns Aldi, <laughs> by the way. Do they? Trader Joe's and Aldi, yeah. Didn't know Same that. company. The Amazon filing made Thursday came in response to a case before an administrative law judge overseeing a complaint from agency prosecutors who alleged the company unlawfully retaliated against workers at the New York City warehouse who voted to unionize nearly two years ago. In its filing, Amazon denies many of the charges and asks for the complaint to be dismissed. The company's attorneys go further, arguing that the structure of the agency 
particularly limits on the removal of, of administrative law judges and five board members appointed by the president, violates the separation of powers and infringes on executive powers stipulated in the Constitution. The attorneys also argue that the NLRB proceedings deny the company a trial by jury and violate its due process rights under the Fifth Amendment. Hmm. Um, Seth, I, th I think they're, obviously, I think they're right about this. I mean, when you, if you just look at the broad grand scope of this idea that this goes to an administrative court, there's no trial by jury. And if you retaliate against people who are trying to unionize, meaning you fire some of your workers or something, there was another case of them firing a worker who uh, someone live streamed it that was just like going after another employee, calling her all sorts of terrible names in the book. And they fired the person for doing this. Well, he came back and they argued that this was actually a, a union protest. Therefore, he could say all of these super demeaning, <laughs> terrible, calling this person names. Yeah. Um, well, and so they, trans. Had, they had to rehire the person <clears throat> and give them back pay. Uh, when just in a normal situation, everyone would agree that this person needed to be fired for what they were saying to yeah. another employee. Uh, but since this was in some way in context of unionization, well, then they were protected for uh, abusing their... <laughs> They're a coworker. It's a new logo. It's a new slogan of yeah. the union. <laughs> Join the union. Say what you want. So I uh, obviously, I think unions. If you want to form a union, that's fine. But the business should be able to fire every single person that wants to form a union mm -hmm. because it's their business, and they should be also, able. So we're to, already in a more perfect union, yeah, because we're in the United States, of course, yeah. But what about an even more perfect union? That's what they're trying to form. Oh, we're already in one. Now you should you should obviously be able to fire. I believe anyone you want for any reason mm -hmm. at all at your freaking business in your building that you own yep. it, that no one else has a right to tell you that they have a right to come in there and be there and for you to pay them money when you don't want them to be there in your building that you own for your company that you invested yeah millions like, to billions of dollars I've, at the end of the day that itself sounds like it it would be unconstitutional to violate Mm -hmm. Those things that we yeah. just said. Uh, I mean, the Third Amendment, I think, includes <laughs> quartering union employees. I think it does. <laughs> you know, finally, we're going to get that Third Amendment case sometime. <laughs> I'm telling you. Seth Goldstein, an attorney who represents both uh, the Amazon Labor Union and the labor group Trader Joe's United, said the trend was very frightening. Uh, he says, since they can't defeat successful union organizing, they now want to just destroy the whole process. Well, yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I hope they destroy the whole process. Yeah. I hope all the unions crumble in the United States. Uh, the legal argument from Seattle-based Amazon, which has long resisted organizing efforts and is seeking to redo the sole union win at its U.S. warehouses. By the way, the guy just said that since they can't defeat union organizing, they want to destroy the whole process. Amazon has defeated every union organizing uh, attempt except for one of them. Uh, so far, from from what I can tell, um, follow similar claims made by SpaceX and Trader Joe's in a separate lawsuit in an agency hearing last month. SpaceX sued the NLRB in early January, arguing the structure of the agency is unconstitutional. The lawsuit came a day after the labor agency accused the company of unlawfully firing employees who wrote an open letter critical of Musk and of creating the impression worker activities were being surveilled. Uh, they wrote an open letter critical of the person who runs the company. Um, once again, 
even if Musk should be okay with that, he also should be able to fire them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't see, yeah. I don't see how this is a problem. For any at reason all. whatsoever. Okay. So the, the good thing here is now we have Amazon, Trader Joe's. I'm sure they got some money somewhere. Um, and SpaceX, clearly with Elon Musk having some money, where uh, this is going to go to a district court in L.A., I saw. And since they're going to strike it down, <laughs> um, it what if it goes to the Supreme Court? And then what if the Supreme Court says, yeah, it's unconstitutional? Yeah. Like, well, they have those right-wing conservative Trump yeah. justices on there. There you go. That cater to the big business billionaires. <laughs> so, you know, of course, they'll get struck down. Okay, one more thing for our quick episode here today. Just a random, we like technological, innovative, uh, a lot of times it's healthcare-related stuff. Speak for yourself. And <laughs> in that case, Charlie, you read this one. All right. <laughs> Handheld test for breast cancer uses oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> your saliva and <laughs> a handheld test for breast cancer uses your saliva and gives accurate readings in five seconds. Now yeah. so well, I guess yeah. your saliva is connected to your breasts. I guess so. I guess mm. it's all it connects Just to like the your breast knee bone. Is connected <laughs> to the exactly hip bone. Okay. Yeah. Do Who gets women, to conduct the test? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be a self-test, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. Do women prefer, um, although we live in a patriarchy, so I'm oh. sure like, mm -hmm. you know, men are going to have to administer <laughs> this because uh, women probably don't know how to read it <laughs> once, they, <laughs> once they spit on it. <laughs> they can read it as know? long as it's not a bell curve. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Do you like that video? That's good. So ridiculous. Do women prefer a mammogram to test for breast cancer or would they rather place a tiny sample of saliva on a test strip and get the results in under five seconds? Why don't you ask women that? Yeah. Ah. I can't speak on this. A new handheld portable device is not only extremely quick and easy to use, but very cost effective, say scientists from the University of Florida and National Yang Ming Chao Tung University in Taiwan. Is all of that necessary? The National Yangming Chao Tung YMCT University in Taiwan. <laughs> the device itself, about the size of your hand, whose hand? I don't know. Uses common components that cost just $5 that they're selling for $5,000. i am sure. And uses widely available glucose testing strips costing just a few cents each. The biosensor works by using paper test strips treated with specific antibodies that interact with the targeted cancer biomarkers. Now, I, you know, interesting topic of conversation here. They they say that the thing costs $5 and uses widely available testing strips that cost a few cents each. That's great <laughs> that that's what those physical things cost. But what about all the time that's gone into figuring out this technology to be able to screen for breast cancer apparently mm. with a device like this there's a lot of time that goes into that and then people could argue that this should cost five dollars and five cents or something like that you know it should kind of cost what it's worth it to you mm. in my opinion yeah sorry to be a greedy terrible capitalist and all that now it should be cheaper and it will be much cheaper but it's not going to be five dollars just just warning everyone mm. it's not going to be 25 yeah we'll see when a drop of saliva is placed on the strip, pulses of electricity are sent to electrical contact points in the biosensor device. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. Science. 
Compared to the costly alternatives of mammograms, which expose women to radiation or MRIs and ultrasounds, which require extensive equipment. Expensive. Researchers called... Sorry, expensive equipment. Re- it's also extensive. It's very too, extensive. Yeah. Yeah. Researchers called the device revolutionary. The team believes their device, which uses the open source hardware software platform, uh, Arduino, I think that's how you pronounce that, can help people in remote areas to detect breast cancer early on. Why just remote areas? I feel Why like not? Why not everywhere? any area. This, this seems simpler than a COVID test. It seems or like kind of like a COVID. I don't know yeah. if you have to, you know, swirl it around in there for a little bit. I'm yeah. not sure. The study's author, University of Florida PhD student, uh, uh, Juan, said, imagine medical staff conducting breast cancer screening in communities or hospitals, but why can't you just send them home? Like, why can't I <laughs> order like this you off should do Amazon? This at home. In many places, especially in developing countries, advanced technologies like MRI for breast cancer testing may not be readily available. Our technology is cost-effective with the reusable circuit board priced at $5. Now, okay, I don't mean to be non-white pill, but I'm going to be. In a lot of these countries where you don't have the uh, screening, you know, you probably don't also have treatment for cancer, too. <laughs> they're like, hey, we figured out what you got, what you have. And they're like, oh, I got breast cancer. They're like, yeah. And they're like, I'm still going to die. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do about this? No, well, uh, no, we can't do but it. But at least now we know. Yeah. You know, that's the, I'm kidding. Sorry, White Pill Wednesday. The cool part about this is that... Although they can still probably transition girls to boys in those countries. Then you don't have to worry about it. So maybe you just elect for a trans surgery. There you go. To get your breast removed. Problem solved. Removes the cancer. The cool part about this, sorry, is that women have spoken. I've been hearing for years that mammograms are terrible. A terrible thing to go through. Mm, yeah. And it turns out, eventually... Similar to men. What I hope is... Terrible. Yeah. What I hope... What I hope is happening is that we're going to find a faster, uh, more cost-effective, and more pleasant way to screen for this kind of thing, and you'll catch more cancers. You won't like catch not like a communicable, communicable cancer or anything. Yeah. You'll catch them early, yeah, uh, and less people will die from these cancers. That's my hope, right here. Is that is that what you think is going to happen? You're hoping less women die. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my hope. Yeah, me too. And I'm also hoping that people can save a ton of money. Yeah. You know? It's weird. Like the people... On their car insurance. Yeah, by switching to <laughs> the test strips for mammograms. Exactly. The market will provide, Charlie. That's what I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, T-Dub's right, though. Joe Biden manifested I this. I thought Biden said that we were going to cure cancer. This is part of it. Is this it? Yeah. These must be huh. Joe Biden cancer strips. Is that going to be the October yeah. surprise this year? Mm. I'm wondering what the October surprise is going to be. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Maybe it's going to be a cure for cancer. Yeah. I, I don't know if any of this stuff is important and this is the last thing in the stack today because I got to go. So that's it. I got to go too. That's all we get. That's all we that's have. That's all we get today. That's all you get for your wife. There were Wednesday. three good things in there. <clears throat> Yeah, NLRB, kind of. NLRB is unconstitutional. People with a lot of money arguing that right now. Of course, people would be upset. I can't wait to hear Robert. Javier Mille has a budget surplus in Argentina. So far, the country has not just imploded on into itself yet. And number three. And now you can test for titty a, cancer. A medical innovation. I'm sure it's not widespread yet, but a nice little medical innovation that could potentially help people catch cancer more 
you know, at an earlier time for now, less they can money. do this for breast cancer. Can they do similar test strips for other types of cancer? That's what this opens the door to. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because imagine if you don't have to get a prostate exam. I, that does sound nice. When you're but over 40. Fortunately, it's too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they'll come out. Maybe I could just spit on a stick. Yeah. You know? And won't have to get anything. I want to get a you know formal prostate exam. No, nah, you want to go for that exam. No. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, man. Let me tell you what. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I will absolutely take your word for it on that one. Okay, here we go. Let's go home. All right. Share the show with a friend, family member, or don't. Uh, go to go check out the new merch. There's merch. We need people. We need people wearing Javier Mille shirts versus the 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 Chacavera. Cha yeah. Che Che Cavera. Yeah, something like um, that. So go go check those out at GodHatesFeds.com. I got this hat on the way right now. GoodMorningLiberty.us. I'm gonna be wearing it sometime next week. You can check everything out there. I thought that was pretty cool. Check all the links in the show notes. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you do all of those things. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.